What's up, guys? We are back. This is The Real Deal with Casey and Jason, where we talk real life, real experiences, <laughs> real failures, <laughs> and sometimes real estate. Um, had a, a thought on my mind, I guess, to kick this off. So last week, we introduced, or uh, I should say announced, the fact that we're under LOI to buy the Village Gym. Yeah. Pretty sick. Really cool. Um, the next day, so we recorded on, no, I guess a couple days later. No. A couple days after we released the podcast, mm-hmm. my phone starts blowing up. Yeah. I'm getting calls, texts. I'm getting messages on Facebook. And I'm like, dude, a lot of people listen to our podcast. Mm. And they found, out <laughs> they found out that we're buying the gym. And I was like, I was going to text you like, dude, I can't believe how many people must have heard the, the podcast. Yeah. And then uh, come to find out <laughs> Frank from the village actually made a post, yeah. which reached a bunch of people. People started sharing it. Uh, congratulating us so um, pretty cool thank you all for your you know anybody who reached out or even gave us a thumbs up on there Mm -hmm. it's pretty sweet to see how many people reached out about that really cool a lot of members a lot of friends and family and because we didn't really I mean I didn't know if we were really allowed to talk about it you know we had had conversations with Frank and then the one day we were like hey do you mind if we say it on our podcast you're like yeah do your thing and then it was a day or two later that he posted it and yeah it's been really cool to see all the support yeah yeah, thank you, Frank, for um, – he had a great post he put out there. It's awesome. Yeah, very, very nice, you know, to us. And looking forward to, to what's to come there. So um, if you did hear the announcement on the podcast, you were the first ones. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so we thank you for that. If not, uh, again, we just appreciate you guys reaching out. But um, this – those couple days there where people were calling, texting, emailing, sending messages and all that, it got me thinking a little bit. Because we got a lot of comments like – you guys are crushing it. You guys yeah. are on fire. You guys are killing it. Yeah. Like how many people? Yeah, that was very common to hear. And, and I mean, I, I don't mean that in any certain way, but a lot of people said those exact same things. Like you're killing it. You're crushing it. Those were like common phrases. Yep. I know you saw them and I saw them too. Yeah, we saw a lot of that. And um, it just, it got our wheels turning when we were talking yesterday, going over some things. Uh, <clears throat> we don't want anyone to think out there that, we are crushing it or killing it (laughs) because we don't always feel that way. Just being, you know, perfectly transparent with everyone out there. Um, you don't ever view anything online or even if you know somebody, I'm not, you know, even if it's a personal relationship, don't ever assume that somebody has everything figured out. Yeah. I think you and I talked, like you mentioned, whatever day it was about the importance of how we thought it was important to be transparent with everybody out there. And while we're grateful that, people are reaching out saying all those nice things like sincerely thank you for that i don't and i know you don't see yourself as any different than anybody else no better no different whatsoever and i think being transparent about all the things that we struggle with on a daily basis is important yeah and i just um i i think more than anything i don't want someone to feel like somebody else and me or anybody else is ahead of them Mm -hmm. and that they can't catch up or that they are behind the eight ball because somebody else is already doing this or they've already um, done something I want to do or they feel like they're 10 steps ahead of me because Mm -hmm. in in all actuality like we've talked about we don't feel that way by any means yeah we were kind of like making notes on the spot for this show when we started talking about it a few days ago and my notes say I have no money I'm figuring it out I have no clue what I'm doing I don't like to wake up like all those (laughs) things are super true like I I can't stress enough that like um, 
we're taking this day by day. Yeah. And I think the important thing is that we are moving forward. Mm -hmm. um, Committed. And committed to making it work and figuring it out. And we don't even have this whole thing figured out as far as like, um, you know, there's still pieces that have to be sorted out, ironed out, financing. Um, You know, there's some, um, you know, contractual stuff that we have to still iron out. So it's by no means like completely figured out, but we're just like, you know what? This is something that aligns with what we want to do. It fits into all these other areas that we're, we're passionate about and that we have interest in and we want to grow in. And we're going to move in that direction. Yeah, it's important to recognize the opportunity and have faith that you can. I think that a lot of a lot of what you and I draw from past experiences in real estate and mortgages is is has a faith component to it, because with every deal, there's so many different things going on. You don't really know how it's all going to shake out, but no. you just know that you you'll get through it. Yeah, and I, that's kind of the feel that this has for me too. It's like no, I don't have all the answers in anything. Um, but we're surrounded by a lot of good people. Mm-hmm. The village uh, ownership and staff and members are um, welcoming us with open arms, and we just—I just know that like we're going to lean on them. <laughs> yeah, be ready. <laughs> <laughs> we're coming for you guys. Yeah. We're going to ask a lot of questions. Yeah, um, you're right though, and I think that there's a, always an aspect of uncertainty when you get into something new, and even like you said in a real estate transaction, you never know in the very beginning all of the things that are going to come up. Mm-hmm. You just know from doing it enough times that stuff is going to come up and that you figure it out yeah. and then you move forward and you get the deal closed at the end of the day. But there's no way to forecast that. So you're kind of like, you're walking into a kind of a dark tunnel mm-hmm. and you're hoping that there's a light at the end of the tunnel, but you can't see it yet. Yeah. <laughs> so you just keep moving in that direction of where you think the light's going to be. And then, um, you know, eventually you get there. But I think that darkness kind of does freeze some people. Mm-hmm freezes me at, at times. Yeah. Um, but just to yeah, be perfectly clear with everyone out there, we don't have it all figured out. We don't know what we're doing a lot of the times. Mm-hmm. And sometimes, you know, we feel, I feel like uh, the same way. Like I look at other people and I think, man, they've got it figured out. They are way ahead of us. You know, they are um, way ahead of me. They've got a better relationship with their kids or maybe, mm-hmm. you know, whatever. And it's just, I have those same feelings, and I don't want anyone else to, to look at us and feel that same way. Yeah, I don't want there to... When I see how um, certain business owners portray what they do online, I think that they do portray that they do have it all figured out. And I think that's a problem. Like I don't like that at all, because yeah. to me, that almost puts a barrier up between the person who's viewing the content and the person who is posting the content. Like, oh, you could almost like you could never do this because of, you know, how well I've got it all figured out. Yeah. I think most of the time that's not the case, but that's how that's like a, I think that's coming from a place of weakness. I just do from whoever is, is posting that content is coming from a place of weakness or insecurity. And it manifests in this overconfidence that they know anything and everything. Yeah. I want to let people know that we feel the opposite way. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I think you're right. I think it is a little, it, it's, it can't be genuine because, again, I've seen kind of and talked to enough people that, it, that do have very successful businesses. They, they have great incomes, great mm-hmm. everything, you know, from the outside looking in. But getting to know people like that, you realize it doesn't take long either. Mm-hmm. In a short conversation that's kind of one-on-one that they're doing, they're figuring shit out too, just yeah. like we are, you know, and they're, they're taking it step by step. But what they do have is, um, you know, the resilience and the end vision in mind. And then just the, they're like, you know, just going to keep moving forward, keep yeah. getting better. 
but I think you're right. There's a lot of people, especially right now in this whole, this whole world of social media and, and, you know, podcasting to me, there's definitely a big aspect of it that doesn't seem very genuine. Mm -hmm. Something we talked about when we started this, that we never, we, you know, we're not going to go down that road. Could it lead to something else? I don't know. Maybe people would view you differently if you did act like you had it all figured out. But at the end of the day, that's not what we're after. No. Um, I just want to be in a position. The only thing that I know for sure is like, I want to be in a position where I can help as many people as possible. And I know that this is another way to do that. That's what I know. That's the beginning and the end of it. Yeah. (laughs) I love that. And, and that's, I think that's how you can kind of get out of some of those feelings of, you know, um, that you're maybe that you should be further ahead or that you don't have it as figured out as somebody else is that like grab onto one thing like that Mm. one kind of small thing and just say, you know what? Like there's a lot of factors here. There's a lot of stuff going around, um, going on around this, but the goal is help as many people as we can. How do we connect with more people? How do we have an avenue for people to, to get better and improve? And then you look at the decision in that lens and it makes it a lot easier to be like, Oh yeah, this is definitely something that fits that. Yeah, I agree. Because there's a million ways you could look at this from the outside. Um, there's the financial aspect of it. There's, um, you know, there's a lot of things. And if you kind of analyzed, I think all of them, it would be very convoluted in your head. It would be a very difficult decision to make. Yeah, overwhelming. Whereas, yeah. Whereas we kind of looked at it and we're like, man, th- this fits in great with what we're trying to do. Yeah, it was kind of the the piece that tied everything together. It was it was like the it was like the environment. You know, able to have everything under one roof and uh, make it all fit together. Um, But like, just kind of going back to the transparency thing, like I'm definitely not um, upbeat every day. I'm not, uh, you know, on top of the world. Like I was at the gym this morning um, and yesterday morning with uh, buddies of mine, Stephen and Charlie, buddies of ours. And like, it's so weird because like that's at the village, right? The place that we are buying the business that we're buying yep and i didn't want to be there <laughs> like yeah. I, I was i was tired i just wanted to stay in bed i love charlie i love steven i love the village but it, like i i was having a morning you yeah. know and and I, I just think that's important for for people to know that like uh, we're just we're like that you know yeah i don't know how about you i've i definitely go into the same things yeah and, and it's it's kind of like you would you had kind of posed a question the other day, like, what do you do when those things creep in? Like when you're feeling all that stuff, you don't want to get out of bed. You feel like you have no money, whatever the case may be. Like what, what do you, what do you go to? You're asking me? Yeah. 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 Um, and I'll, I'll get your take on this too. So I, I find that when I go through one of those kind of, you know, down things for me, it's not generally a, uh, like a day. It's really usually for me, like it seems like a, maybe a week, Mm -hmm. even two weeks. And I just feel off. I'm like, don't feel right about things. Um, and I've had quite a few of them recently, honestly, with the, the mortgage business being what it what it was a couple of years ago and what yeah. it's turned into now. It's really easy to fall into that. And mm-hmm. I see, you know, and it's, I feel bad, but I have so many friends and colleagues and coworkers and everything that like they've, they went on that downswing and they haven't, you know, came back up from it yet, mm-hmm. to be honest with you. And like people dro- dropping out of the business and everything. Mine though, it'll, it seems like it's, you know, it might be a week or two, um, luckily, but then the way I get out of that is I go back to the things that really what 75 hard, mm-hmm. um, you know, what you do for 75 hard. So I, I get up earlier, I, uh, read in the morning, um, 
exercise in the morning before work. Yep. Watch what I eat. So I log food into my phone and make sure that I'm eating what I'm supposed to be eating. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't drink to get out of that. Um, and really just try to cut out anything else that, you know, just little things that I know don't make me feel good. Like we talked about on the last podcast. Yeah. Um, like, you know, eating, just really eating crap or, um, you know, the drinking. I mean, I don't really have a whole lot of other things I cut out, but mainly those things. And I find that honestly, after doing that for even just a day or two, Mm -hmm. I feel a lot better. Yeah. I love that. Anything that you can consume, uh, cutting out the things that you consume from like a food perspective and like an environment perspective. Mm -hmm. Social media too would be another one of them. So when I feel those ways, um, when I feel like I'm in a downswing, I'll notice that I'm on my phone a lot more and mm-hmm. I'm on social media, which I don't even care about. Yeah. <laughs> I get like sucked into it. Mm-hmm. It's almost like a, it's like a vice or a, an addiction where it's like, definitely when I don't feel good, I'll go to that versus doing the other things I just talked about, like reading, exercising, whatever, which are difficult things. Yeah. They're really difficult things, especially when you're in a downswing. Yeah. Because they take energy to start and they take yep. intent and, um, but just like anything else, it's like that, um, you're doing something reading is I don't care I don't care it's gonna sound dumb I think getting like into the mindset of reading is hard for me like yeah it's much easier to just get in bed scroll on your phone go to sleep yeah but like I'm like oh, I actually have to turn my brain on now I actually have to like mentally work like that's that's difficult for me but I agree after I do it I always feel better it's mm-hmm. those things that are difficult in the moment that afterwards you're like man thank god I did that um mm-hmm. so I I agree big time with those um, you know, those strategies for me, it's like yesterday morning and today I was like, man, like I, I don't want to be here, but I'm also, um, working with my dad in the mornings and it's like, it's an opportunity for me to see Steven. It's an opportunity for me to see Charlie, mm-hmm. see my dad, like to be with these people, like in an environment that if I wasn't doing that intentionally, I wouldn't get that time with them. Um, somebody that I train has a, uh, has a saying, um, based on, in a time in their life when their father died mm-hmm. and based on how old they are now, um, that time frame from the uh, the age they are now to the age that their father died was about 11,000 days. Like he, he was about 11,000 days away from like the age that his father I got died it. in. Yep. And so his thing is like, no, nope, we're, we're doing this, man. Like we're, we're working hard today. I got 11,000 days. Wow. Like that's like his... Uh, this thing. I, just, I think it's pretty cool. It's that hard, is cool. It's hard for me to get into mindsets like that. I just, I tend to stew and I'm just like, everything is about the moment and mm-hmm. like how bad it is. But when you can pull everything back and really look at it like that, like, man, I'm spending time with people that aren't going to be here forever. I'm not going to be here forever. Those are the things that yeah tend to work for me. And it's still difficult and it's still fleeting. And I still like in the moment, I'm like, yeah, screw this. Yeah. But uh, it definitely makes it easier on me. Yeah. I think um, <clears throat> that perspective is is really huge when you, like you said, you kind of back up. Mm-hmm. And we talked about that, too. I sent you a clip the other day that we, we recorded. We're going back, what, I guess about a year ago. Mm-hmm. This clip was uh, popped up on my Instagram, and it was me and you recording saying, hey, we're going to start a podcast or, like, some kind of live show. Like, yeah. we want to do something to get a, you know, to get a message out there. And it kind of feels like over the past year, to me, it, it sometimes feels like a crawl. Mm-hmm. Like, we're not really making progress. We're like, you know, we drop the ball on the podcast sometimes. Sometimes we miss an episode. We haven't updated descriptions, um, you know, for a couple older episodes. Like, it feels like we've dropped the ball along the way here in certain times. And it feels like we're just crawling. 
But then looking at right now where we are, if you look back a year ago, mm-hmm. it's like, dude, we came a long way. Yeah, we really did. Um, but if, yeah, it can be overwhelming if, if you, you know, drill down on a day-to-day basis of like, you know, what did I do today? You know, like we're not going anywhere. But then, um, like you said, when you can kind of look back especially and have a, a benchmark of like, man, this is where we were and this is where we are now that feeling subsides a little bit. Yeah. And everyone else can see what we have, like what it is now, which yeah. I mean, it, it, it's a podcast that we've been doing for about a year. Yeah. You know, we've put out quite a few, I don't know, maybe 30, 30 shows. Okay. This 30 is, shows. This is the 30th. I think. Yeah. So like, that's amazing. Yeah. Um, we have professional equipment for what that's <laughs> worth. We spent a lot of money that we probably didn't need to, whatever. Um, we have a YouTube channel. We get a couple hundred views on each one of these videos right now. Like, so other people would see that, but not really see kind of all the other minutia that's in the middle that we that we felt like we were crawling through. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that's, uh, you know, that's the view that you get from the outside. The other people also see, oh, these guys are buying a gym. Yeah, that's awesome. But like, like this was all, you know, again, these little tiny, tiny steps and like just pulling forward for the past year that got us even to the point where we had that opportunity. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we talked about something like this a lot. And I think when you talk about it and when you do those little things on a day by day basis, you don't really even realize that they're getting you closer to that thing, but they're just moving in the direction that you want to, to head in. You're bound to run across many opportunities. It's just about taking advantage of them. Yeah. The other thing I'll say um, that I think a lot of people will relate to on this is when you're in that, you know, kind of, if you're in a funk or a rut or whatever you want to call it, Um, the other thing that always seems to help me is just to be grateful. Mm -hmm. And, you know, that's kind of like what you were saying. You're at the gym, you're tired. You don't feel like being there. It's been a rough week. You got a million things going on, but like to stop and and just stop yourself and be grateful for the time that you get to spend with your dad, with Charlie, with Steven. Um, so I try to do the same thing whenever I'm in like a, just a, you know, kind of pissy mood for no reason. I'm like, dude, if I just stopped right now and just zoomed out Mm -hmm. and looked at my life, my beautiful kids, beautiful, awesome wife, um, you know, great career that's led me to this point. The opportunity right now that it is slower and we can dive into something like the gym um, and just really try to be grateful for all those things, that also just fixes me pretty quickly. Yeah. Um, you know, so I think that's another thing people can take away is if you're feeling any of that stuff, just find something to be grateful for. I mean, and if it's you're grateful that you woke up today, Look, there's people that didn't get that opportunity. Yep. So, I mean, find anything. It doesn't have to be something huge or a big win, but find something to be grateful for, even if it's just being here. I love it. Um, there's a um, there's a country singer that I just heard this this story online. It was absolutely heartbreaking, but um, he lost his, his son. Ed Milet's podcast. Yes. Did you see that? Yeah. Oh, yeah. And... Um, I mean, just literally, I mean, brought me to tears watching the guy and listening to him. And, you know, he was on really on the brink of just like, you know, ending it all. He, he felt like he failed his son, you know, his three-year-old who drowned. And, um, you know, he, he was able to reframe, you know, at least for certain times. I'm sure he's not like that all the time, but at least for certain times, he's able to reframe it in his mind that, um, you know, it's just something to be grateful for about his son and just kind of have his spirit live on. Yeah. And I just can't imagine how hard that would be. But if, if somebody like that can do it and, you know, going through the biggest tragedy of, of anyone can imagine, then, you know, we all have something we could find to be grateful oh, for. 
definitely. Yeah, leaning on the people that you love and um, looking to them for support, I think is is so important. You know, surrounding yourself with people that are going to lift you up and um, not pull you down. You know, in a in a mindset way is, is so important because then you just have more more things, more energy to draw from. Yeah, and I think that's huge because everybody, including myself, big time myself, like is is fighting stuff every day. That is just like, how am I going to get through this? How am I going to deal with this? Like, you know, how am I going to put on a straight face for this next whatever? I think to a degree, everybody's dealing with stuff like that. And yep. the more people that you can surround yourself with um, to, to you know, pull you up in tough situations, the better. Yeah. Another phrase that my brother says a lot is he's like, this is all part of the human experience. Mm-hmm. And like, yeah, that's so true. I mean, who's going to get through life without, nobody gets through life without these feelings, without things coming up, without losing loved ones. I mean, you know, you can go down the list. I mean, everybody is going to go through life and experience all of these things. And it's really is all part of the human experience. Mm -hmm. And, you know, knowing that there's no avoiding it, like, let's all try to look at that as, you know, whatever happens, good or bad, like, this is it, man. This is part of the human experience. Yep. This is something that I have to get through, just like everything else that I've already gone through. Um, you know, and think about that, too. Like, if you're in that a low spot or a rough spot, think about, look back and think about the hardest times you've had in your life. Think about all the things you've gotten through. Like, you've you've made it through all of them. Everyone. So, don't think it, the next one's going to be, you know, if it doesn't kill you, like, <laughs> yeah. you're going to get through it, too. Yeah, and it'll probably put you on a better side of things. Just, yeah, that, that's what my experience says. My experience says that all the negative crap that you can go through and think you can never get through, you usually end up on the other side of it even better. Yeah. There's also a faith component to this that we don't really talk a lot about, but, um, you know, I think a lot, a lot of people, it doesn't have to be, you know, anything specific, but to have something kind of greater, you know, a greater um, power or, you know, a, a God, uh, whatever it is for you individually that you have, um, you know, faith in mm-hmm. that there's some other power at, you know, almost some other power at control that's going to lead you in the right direction and get yeah. you through that. I think that's uh, another thing that's just so important. And again, it's going to be different for everyone, but, you know, having something there, I think is important. Oh, yeah. Yeah, prayer is big for me. When I when I pray, I feel a lot better, and um, I try not to pray for strictly the solutions to my problems, but the things that I'm thankful for, mm-hmm. and like thankful for every challenge, every opportunity. Thankful for you know the people that I have in my life. Um, when I pray on those things, I feel so much better. Yeah, because you do. You you get a, you you feel the sense of bigger purpose of the ultimate plan. You know what everybody whatever you want to call it. Um, and that puts me at ease mm-hmm. for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I always, um, I, I look at some people that are very strong in their faith and it's, <clears throat> you know, you, I wonder sometimes, are they feeling the same things I am? And I think they do, but I think they also are able to put that, some of that burden in the hands of their, you know, whatever they believe in, yep. you know, whether it be a, a God, Jesus, whatever it is, but they've kind of put some of that burden in, in what they believe in and have faith in. And, um, it seems to, you know, kind of help with, with that feeling as well. Definitely. Um, yeah. I, I, for me, uh, getting in a quiet space too and like being outside, outdoors, dude, it just changes. I don't know if it's like m- chemically, I'm sure there is some kind of scientific thing for it, but like being outside for me, yeah, like right. I feel better. Yeah. Um, so I don't know. I have to do some research on that. Like maybe I'll try grounding, you know, more consistently. <laughs> I don't know. We've done the cold plunge. We've talked about that. 
Um, you know, all those things seem to help, but to me, it's kind of really getting back on a routine and doing those handful of things that I know make me feel better and cutting out the things that I know don't make me feel good. Yeah, man. Absolutely. Um, quick question for you on this because I know you haven't drank in a while. Yeah. Does did you find that it like over the long term, do you feel more even keel now that you don't drink? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, there's uh, uh, that component of it. There's a component of, uh, you know, I know Andy Frisella's on Lexapro, so am I. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. that's that's something that has helped me uh, me out big time. Uh, it's not something I uh, want to use as a crutch, but it was something that was necessary yep. for me at the time. Um, but, yeah, I, I do. I, I think when I can really sit back and understand that, like, every thing that happens in my life is originates with a thought it originates with you know me intentionally putting something in my brain then Mm -hmm. i know that i'm ultimately responsible for whatever happens and i don't always or rarely ever think about it like that it's in these moments that i can sit here and uh, make it sound the right way but um when i think about it like that i don't see the need to get frustrated or upset or Mm -hmm too high and too low. I have my moments. And when there's big things that happen in life, it, it, it can happen. But um, overall, I think the drink, uh, not drinking for sure, it has reduced yeah. my anxiety. Yeah. And I think all those, high, <clears throat> excuse me, all those highs and lows are part of that human experience. So we want to have them. You want to have, you're going to have highs and lows. You're going to have good things that happen, bad things that happen. But yeah, I think we, you know, with alcohol for me, it seems like it kind of artificially it artificially um, spikes those highs and mm-hmm. artificially, um, you know, makes the lows a lot lower. Yeah, I think it exaggerates both both sides. Yeah, and I think even keel is just a, you know, a good way to kind of describe the mindset I see a lot of people who, um, you know, that I look up to maybe. I don't know. They, they seem to be very even keel. You don't see them get very, you know, um, excited or anxious about yeah. things you know and then they don't also get too upset or down about things so it's like that's a to me it seems like a you know kind of a good thing to shoot for is like to stay even and you know if it's cutting out alcohol or you know whatever else you can to keep yourself in that even keel i think that'll be helpful for sure man so um yeah we would love to hear from from the audience we you know again we do love hearing from people getting the, the calls texts, emails comments um if uh, if this resonates with anyone, please reach out to us. You can do it privately, or you don't have to, but you know, maybe just uh, you know, share it with someone that you think could benefit from this. Mm-hmm. Um, aside from that, you know, we don't have any huge announcements this week, but we will, I'm sure, coming up. Yeah, I think we're just excited. Uh, next steps for us with the gym are just to, you know, for you and me to put our heads together and, and really talk to the staff and things like that. So I'm excited to do a lot of those things. Yeah, same. Yeah, I signed up for uh, my membership, went in, got got dialed in, got my 24-hour card. Uh, Remo texted me. He's like, all right, dude, no excuses now. You better get your ass in the gym. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, got it. I'll be in there. Um and I told him, I'm like, you got to drop your uh, your YMCA membership to so come man, over and work out with us. Be a dual member. Yeah. <laughs> so we're going to hold you to that, Remo. And uh, yeah, anyone out there, if, if you would like to support us with the gym, we would absolutely love that. And um, yeah, until next time, we'll uh, we'll see you guys soon. See you.